Morning prayer begins on page three of the Epiphany Morning Prayer Booklet. From the rising of the sun, even unto the going down of the same, my name shall be great among the Gentiles. And in every place incense shall be offered unto my name and a pure offering. For my name should be great among the heathens, saith the Lord of hosts. Awake, awake, put on thy strength, O Zion. Put on thy beautiful garments, O Jerusalem. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. The Lord hath manifested forth his glory. O come, let us adore him. Together, the Isaiah Canticle. O Lord, I will praise thee, though thou wast angry with me. Thine anger is turned away, and thou discomfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. The Lord God is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore, with joy shall ye draw water out of the wells of salvation. And in that day shall ye say, Praise the Lord, call upon his name, declare his doings among the people, make mention that his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for yet that excellent things, this is known in all the earth. Cry and shout, thou inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 5, beginning on page 347. Ponder my words, O Lord, consider my meditation. O hearken thou unto the voice of my calling, my King and my God. For unto thee will I make my prayer. My voice shalt thou hear be times, O Lord. Early in the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee, and will look up. For thou art the God that hast no pleasure in wickedness, neither shall any evil dwell with thee. Such as be foolish shall not stand in thy sight, for thou hatest all them that work iniquity. Thou shalt destroy them that speak lies. The Lord will abhor both the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. But as for me in the multitude of thy mercies, I will come into thine house, and in thy fear will I worship toward thy holy temple. Lead me, O Lord, in thy righteousness, because of mine enemies. Make thy way plain before my face. For there is no faithfulness in their mouth. Their inward parts are very wickedness. Their throat is an open sepulchre. They flatter with their tongue. Destroy thou them, O God. Let them perish to their own imagination. Cast them out in the multitude of their ungodliness. They have rebelled against thee. And let all them that put their trust in thee rejoice. They shall ever be giving of thanks. Because thou defendest them, they that love thy name shall be joyful in thee. For thou, Lord, will give thy blessing unto the righteous, 
and with thy favorable kindness wilt thou defend him as with a shield. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the second chapter of the book of Proverbs. My son, if you receive my words and treasure my commands within you, so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding, yes, if you cry out for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasures, then you will understand and fear the, of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom, from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk uprightly. He guards the paths of justice and preserves the way of his saints. Then you will understand righteousness and justice, equity and every good path. Here endeth the first lesson. Together today in Ladamos. We praise thee, O God, we acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth. Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the second chapter of the Epistle of St. Paul to the Ephesians. And you he made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we also we all once conducted ourselves in the lusts of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. 
But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised us up together, and made us sit together in the heavenly places with Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for the good works, which God prepared beforehand, that we should walk in them. Here endeth the second lesson. Together, Jubilate Deo. O be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be ye sure that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his course with, with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, I beseech thee mercifully to receive the prayers of thy people who call upon thee, and grant that they may both perceive and know what things they ought to do, and also may have grace and power faithfully to fulfill the same through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, by the leading of the star, didst manifest thy only begotten Son to the Gentiles. Mercifully grant that we who know thee now by faith may, after this life, have the fruition of thy glorious Godhead, through the same thy Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth the eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, 
Defend us, thy humble servants, and all the assaults of our enemies, that we surely trusting in thy defense may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither rend to any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. Our lessons today, we begin with Proverbs, which um, exhorts us to, to search for insight and wisdom and to discern what God is, is doing and, and how to understand it. it. You know, sort of calls to mind Jesus' words, you know, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be opened. Everyone who asks uh, receives and who seeks finds that we're supposed to pursue wisdom. And when we get to the, to the New Testament lesson in Ephesians, we understand something of what the New Testament is telling us, that this pursuit of wisdom um, can only come to fruition in Christ, who is the wisdom of God, and only in understanding how the Son of God, who was with the Father in the beginning, has become man and lived and died and rose and now ascended, do we really can we really see wisdom or can we really see God at all? And Ephesians, um, it communicates something that's very important for us to get as a kind of um, spiritual reality. Remember yesterday we talk, he, he talked about the grand plan, of, he started with the grand plan of God. We were chosen before the foundation of the world, predestined to adoption as sons. And, and this plan of ordained before the foundation of the world is now revealed in Christ, the mystery. And it's revealed in Christ who, who became man, lived, died, and, and rose. And last, the chapter yesterday with Christ being raised up and seated at the right hand of God. And now today, what, what um, St. Paul tells us is that we who are dead, And we should understand that when the Bible, uh, the New Testament specifically talks about we were dead, it's talking about, we go back to Genesis, in the day that you eat thereof, you shall surely die. And so the state of sin, of having just, if having um, separated ourselves from God by deciding to live life on our own, that is the state of death. And that's why we understand in Genesis that even Though God said the day that you eat it, you should surely die. They want to live for a few hundred years because um, they were literally dead, spiritually dead, cut off from God. And so that's the natural state of humanity born into this world into the state of sin is the state of being dead. And so we were dead, but, but, but it says uh, we were made alive in Christ. And he's really talking here, here about the experience of baptism, and of course it assumes the role of faith uh, through baptism, but, but we were buried with Christ, we're raised with him. And so we're told here that, we're, that we, we, we were made, we were raised up and made to sit in the heavenly places in Christ. 
And this calls to mind an image that we get in Revelation chapter four and five, where when St. John is told to come up here into the heavenly places, he sees 24 elders sitting around the throne and they're wearing crowns, they're sitting on thrones. And this comports with what John tells us in Revelation that we've been made um, kings and priests or a kingdom of priests. And this is exactly the same reality that St. Paul is talking about here. We are raised up and seated, seated to rule with Christ, to reign with Christ. And we do that principally now through our prayer as we gather church. And this is this is the um, condition in which we live, in which we as a community of the church are able to come right before the throne of God and offer our prayers to God. And those prayers are heard. This is... Um, symbolically portrayed most clearly in the Eucharist, where we gather and, and we, we, we lift up our hearts with the angels and the archangels and all the company of heaven, and we pray. But it's the reality of the church every time we gather here for prayer in the morning, we're, we're, we're coming into the heavenly places. And that's what the, the place we get back to the proverb pursuit of wisdom, that um, we can only get wisdom by seeing the plan of God, by being raised up to see what God is doing. And it's in this place of being seated in the heavenly places with Christ, a place of prayer that we can pray for discernment. We can see what God is doing. And we know because we're, um, it's, it's uh, like the psalmist today said, he defends the righteous with a shield. This is where we live. We're, we're, we're in the tabernacle of God's presence. And so we know that whatever happens temporally can't impact this, this standing we have now, this life that transcends temporal life. And that's how we get the wisdom to act, as Proverbs will continue to tell us in the weeks ahead, on long-term goals and, and principles, because we know from the wisdom of being seated in heavenly places that we might gain something by disobedience for a moment, but it will be nothing in the long term. It literally is nothing. And so this is our, our place that we've been raised up with Christ and made to sit in heavenly places. And we'll notice in um, in Ephesians, it'll come and it, it'll, it comes in every epistle that we're not going to be given the behavioral exhortations, here's how you ought to live, until um, St. Paul makes it clear this is this is the life we have. This is what God has done. This is how you participated in it. This have you been saved. This is where you live. And then, okay, well, now how should I live day to day? You know, obviously in, in faithfulness and obedience and gratitude for what has been done to me. And, and so it's important to, to continually reflect on what God has done for us. That's what leads us to live the lives in which we, we, we serve him from the heart, not being afraid of punishment or merely out of guilt, but because we understand what God has given us in Christ and, and we give our whole lives, as we talked about last Sunday, as living sacrifices in response to that. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. We'll continue with the form of intercession on page 10. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church and grant that every member of the same 
and his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us. And so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better mind. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. Comfort them, relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed. And grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake, when about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Together, the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, then unworthy servants, to give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life but above all for thine inestimable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Grace for our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with us all evermore. Amen. Good to be with you all for morning prayer today. Have a great day. Thank you, Bishop. Thank you, Bishop. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye-bye.